say a brand new special guest here on the Last Take podcast, Mr. Justice Rohde. Uh He's going to be joining us as we're going to talk about Nebraska spring football, Nebraska baseball, transition into the NBA playoffs. Uh, that He's a big fan of that, so we're going to be talking about that. And then more... Um, Sports Jeopardy. Tommy Frazier, he is easily above Cam Newton. I, I highly doubt that. And Nebraska finally beat the Iowa Hawkeyes. Key players to watch. I have Casey Thompson and Anthony Grant. All-time wins-wise, we are still probably easily the best teams. How about that block punt there? That was highlight of the game for me. I mean, their safeties could not handle our receivers. That atmosphere can get pretty loud. Oh, boy. Where do you even get started? This is the last take. Alrighty, well, I told you in the intro we had another special guest here. So, Justice, I mean, thank you, for, first of all, for joining us on the podcast here today. I know you've been wanting to get on a long, long time. Uh, so, thank you for joining us and introduce yourself. Well, first of all, I'd like to say, fellas, this is an absolute pleasure and a treat to be here. Um, yeah, I'm Justice Rohde. I'm a freshman here at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. My major, a double major in sports media and communications and broadcasting. Um, I currently am working on my own radio show. I do the full court press. It's a basketball deep dive where I just kind of give my own unique take on things. I mean, Color Fowler hosts uh, the 10 for 10 podcast where we just kind of talk about our thoughts on things like how much we hate BYU. So, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the gist of what I do, other than doing whatever John Schrader tells me for play-by-play assignments. So, yeah. All righty. Well, th- once again, thank you so much for joining us. And, Dylan, take it away. All right. <clears throat> it's a big weekend, boys. Spring Very football big. is here. Well, it's already been here, but the spring game is here on Saturday at Memorial Stadium at 1 o'clock. I'm sure all of us will be there. Some are working it. But, um, yeah. So, there's a lot of things up in the air, especially in the quarterback position. I know Justice Rohde has a lot to say about that, so we can just preview before I go to you, Justice. So, quarterback, Jeff Sims, transfer from Georgia Tech, current junior, and you have current uh, senior starter from last year, uh, Casey Thompson. They'll be battling for the starting position for this year. I'm sure both of them will play this year, but Justice, go ahead and um, I'll uh, hand it over to you and see what do you think about their quarterback position this year? Well, I think it's honestly, it's an abundance of talent, and it's literally, you know, I mean, the, the rich kind of get spoiled here, right? Nebraska, after the hiring of Matt Rule, obviously humongous turnover from a program standpoint. Um, you go into the transfer portal and you grab a major athletic talent like Jeff Sims. Stands at six foot three, two hundred ten pounds. This is an athletic specimen of a human. Uh, threw for three thousand three hundred yards. Went for four thousand yards of total offense at Georgia Tech. This dude is an absolute stud of a human being, an athletic freak. But let's not discount Casey Thompson. Even though I think he's maybe five foot ten, they give him the athletic six foot, a little bit of a bump. You know, <laughs> yep. They yep. give him a little bit more than maybe he's due. But man, he can chuck the pigskin. We saw him make some um, incredible plays down the field before he got injured last season. But uh, I'm excited to see what what both quarterbacks are able to bring. And let's not you know, count out some of the backups like uh, Logan Smothers and Chuba Purdy could really make this quarterback battle interesting. But Appar- so far, and also, apparently, season. too, they've been talking about this on the Husker Twitter. Uh, Richard Torres, he's a redshirt freshman. He has a rifle, apparently. He can throw that ball. Uh, Heinrich Harburg is making some noise right now. And, of course, you got Logan Smothers and Chuba Purdy, who are both were injured last year. So, And also Casey Thompson, he will not be playing at the spring game, I'm pretty sure. So, Yeah, you know, it's going to be pretty interesting. I mean, one thing uh, I think with like a few of the backup quarterbacks or kind of like backup in my mind are below uh, Casey Thompson and Jeff Sims just because, I mean, those I feel like are just your top two right now. Um, I feel like kind of those things are, you know, listening to the press conference last year, after the spring game, there was one quote that kind of stuck out to me. It was like, they weren't trying to give away their entire quarterback playbook, you know? And so I feel like in the spring game, you might see some more people in there that you would normally not see, like a Heinrich Harburg and just um, other people like Richard Torres, um, Logan Smothers, uh, Chubba Purdy. You might see those guys be in a little bit more than you would like kind of think, you know? Um, I just think that they're trying to... V- they know that the quarterback room is going to be a huge thing going into the fall, and I don't think they want to give uh, all their eggs away. So, yeah, that's that's my take on it. Any, any Anybody else have any thoughts? Uh, Jeff Simmons, he brings an interesting play. I think we've talked about it before of how he brings 
a Casey Thompson feel, but just more uh, uses his legs more. At Georgia Tech, you know, a more option style play. He knows how to take care of the football well. He knows how to run it very well. Like what you said, he can, th- like just- Justice said, he can throw the ball really, really well, almost just as deep as uh, Casey. But I wonder about how Casey throughout the season with his uh, throwing arm being hurt last year, uh, pretty much our whole entire quarterback room was hurt. I wonder how Harbour can step up. I wonder how Richard Torres can see. Because I look at the highlights on their Instagram page, and it's all Harburg and Torres I see a lot. And kind of Jeff Sims here and there. But once again, I think that's probably like you don't want to give away too much. Yep, that's exactly um, my thought process also looking too, at those videos. Obviously, it's because Casey's still coming off a sh- uh, shoulder surgery he had over the offseason. Like I said, he's not going to be playing the spring game. Uh, go ahead, Justice. Well, yeah, I just wanted to like kind of put this in. I mean, uh, you talk about the pedigree of Casey Thompson. I mean, I remember watching him in high school. The dude's the all-time leading passer in Oklahoma State history. Like he, he holds the record for yards per attempt, passing touchdowns, passing yards. But you know, like pretty much any passing stat that you can think of, he holds in Oklahoma. So he's got a real pedigree. I mean, he's shown it. But dude, Jeff Sims is a different animal. I'm telling you. Like you're gonna watch this dude. Some of the throws he's gonna make in that spring game are gonna be eye popping. But there's also gonna be some ones he struggled with consistently a little bit there's going to be some ones that you say oh my goodness what was that it's going to look like a burnt pie coming out of the oven yeah (laughs) no it's going to look like a burnt pie coming out of the oven you're going to be like oh my goodness get it as far away from me as possible and then there's going to be some throws where it looks like the big the best thing since sliced bread Mm -hmm. i mean so just got to take the good with the bad i mean it's a spring game but he brings a different level yeah that's interesting to hear so I, I, i haven't been following this as closely as all of you guys, I don't think, but just hearing you talk about Jeff Sims, it's a little bit different than what we've been talking about the past few weeks because I think it's been more, you know, I haven't heard one quarterback is, you know, going to come out and get the job. It's kind of been like, who's it going to be? But just hearing you talk about this is definitely ma- making it seem like he might be the guy. So that's interesting. And a correction, he's now listed at six foot four, two twenty now, which is according to Nebraska. So that could be different from Georgia Tech, but still. Both of them are very good quarterbacks. I believe both of them will play at some point this year. In my opinion, we also haven't seen the spring game, but I do think Casey probably will get the start at least week one. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's 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 a field general. Just like I mean, you could see that out of uh, um, Jeff Sims at Georgia Tech. But granted, you know he had that inconsistency. So I think you know he's really looking into this season to make a lot of progress. But I think Casey is going to be the most fired up he has been. You know, if you really look at his uh, college career, he has not had the steady process. You know, he sat behind uh, Quinn Ewers um, and just, you know, was in a tough position at Texas. Um, And now it comes to Nebraska. You start, but then you were injured really most of the season. You know, there's been other things like that. Now he's coming off the surgery, probably the most healthy he has been in in quite a while. I feel like you're definitely going to see the most competition out of – Casey Thompson, because I know he wants that. I mean, you could see from his social media stuff that he really wants that. But Jeff Sims, again, he is another breed. But I, I don't want to discount Casey Thompson because I just feel like he will, I, in my mind, I think he'll be the most level-headed going out into the season. Like, he's the one that I can trust. But you, Justice, what do you guys say? No, absolutely. I, I know we got to move on, but it's like one quick thing. It's like, I like Casey Thompson's obviously, I believe he's going to get the start. He's more experienced. He's more involved. He knows the guys. He knows Marcus Washington. You know, he knows some of these more older experienced receivers. I see a, our Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. But Jeff Sims, I think you kind of have to take the inconsistency with a grain of salt because he did play for Georgia Tech, who has really, really been struggling oh, yeah. the past couple mm-hmm. of years under Jeff Collins, I'm really interested to see what he brings from like a leadership and an athletic standpoint. Because remember, he's not just any spring chicken now. I mean, he's been around the block a few times, so it'll be interesting to see. It'll be a great spring game to see what what the Huskers really have from a quarterback and field general perspective. So I so I guess Georgia Tech ditched the triple option. Then I haven't been following that because they yeah they fired their original coach and then they fired their original like the triple option coach and they haven't been back there since. Yeah, like a couple elements of it, but other than that, yeah. It's because it's Georgia Tech. That's what they're known for. But um, for these quarterbacks, these guys are going to have some serious threats to throw to. We have two tight ends, both 6'6", both are monsters. I know Blake has many thoughts about Thomas Fedoni. They also have really good running back room. We have Anthony Grant, A.J. Allen, Ramir Johnson, Gabe Irvin. There's a crap ton of uh, talent around them. Wide receiver room, we have Josh Fleeks, Billy Kemp, Marcus Washington, the uh, Isaiah Castaneda, Xavier Betts is back. I mean, it's there's a lot of hope, I guess, for the offense. 
Um, even with the offensive line, the offensive line is getting better, apparently. There's a reason why uh, Raiola was kept on the staff. I mean, obviously Rule saw something that he would want to keep him on the, on the staff. So a lot of things to look forward to. And I'm also interested to see how the new 3-3-5 looks as well. So Yeah, just bring up that, uh, Dylan. You know, the defense, I feel like, you know, we talk about the offense a lot. Because, I mean, it's so, you know, offense is such an attractive product to where, like, you really just want to break down everything. But in my opinion, I think, I think our offense will be solid enough, uh, you know, this coming season. Like, I'm, I'm not too worried about it because it can't be worse than last year, in my opinion, and it can't be a worse product that we have seen in the past two years. I think our offense necessarily hasn't been a bad spot besides last year, but that was just abysmal play calling. But I think our defense, we're going to have to really analyze that. I'm going to be paying attention to that defense uh, on on uh, Saturday just because it's completely different, and um, I, I think the offense will grow into itself, but I, I'm really looking for the defense, and I think – it's it's just honestly I feel like it, there's a lot more change like the bigger changes are happening over there than say the offensive side but yeah justice I'll say this I played in a 335 defense in high school I know exactly what the schematics are going to look like it's going to be interesting to analyze it from the perspective because I played I played more of a box safety role mm-hmm. in that position but I also kind of got to the freedom to like roam around yeah which so I, is heavy with that I got to see I got to see what it was like to handle that from like a captain's perspective or from like a defensive perspective where it's like in that 335 like you got you got quick calls you've got to make sometimes mm-hmm. you have a spin down sometimes you want to stack guys in the box stop the run that was our clown call or maybe sometimes you just got to go with your sky look and just space some guys out have the linebacker press down a little bit more let the let the defensive backs play a little bit wider and, and trust them to make some athletic plays it's going to be really interesting to see how these division one level studs are able to adapt to a system like that that's a little bit more demanding mentally yeah it allows you a little bit more freedom to go out and just say hey you know luke reimer go hit somebody yeah you know what i'm saying which that's you know that's been a problem with their defense is reading the plays and reading is what's going on and i think the 335 will bring up a great point in that because like you have your roving positions that the people that will move around and i feel like those are where in the past we saw all right we can't get set we can't even realize analyze what's going on defense teaching them now at the beginning to like analyze this stuff because you know that your if your defense is going to work you have to analyze this beforehand i think that that is a better mindset than anything we have seen recently for going into the defense but yeah i mean in the transfer portal we attacked we attacked going for the defense a lot of we just needed more bodies on defense we have a uh, new guys like Elijah Judy. We already have Luke Reimer. Really good. We have a really good secondary, in my opinion. A lot of studs there. Malcolm Hartzog, Buford. I mean, defense. I'm hoping it improves. I'm sure it will. Syracuse had a very good defense last year under Tony White. I'm expecting some good stuff from the Huskers. Um, I'd say real yeah, quick here. Ahead. I know when you're talking about the 3-3-5 offense, uh, a team that I will grow up watching with is, is the Iowa State Cyclones. They pretty much developed that 3-3-5 defense once Matt Campbell came into play. And you need three three things pretty much. You need your lower – you have your three levels, right? Obviously, that's why it's called 3-3-5. You have three levels. But, like, you need your one guy – you need your one guy who can get to the quarterback literally every single time. You need your linebacker to play captain – and that's Luke Reimer's job here. He can play captain. He needs to make sure to attack the run, but also not be stupid enough to like over attack. And then next, you know, they can go for like twenty yards out. But then play play coverage deep. And you also need your safety who can play back, but is also very aggressively. That's where Luke Reimer. He's gonna be coming into play. Maybe Chief Borders. Well, uh, M.J. Sherman. Uh, he's. Oh, yeah. he, you say we forgot about him, a Georgia transfer. He's a stud. I say he. He he's gonna be popping off this year, but then that the secondary last year struggled a little bit. We had some potential, but that secondary moving around the pieces, not just having one guy stay uh, slot like you're all right. You're a slot receiver. Hey, you're gonna be number one receiver all game. Move around a lot, have different coverages, and the three three five does a very good job of that. Yeah, so I'll say this as well. It's like when you talk about that with like Reimer, I think his best role is when he gets to play instinctually, when he can handle that captain's job, but also like he has the freedom to just say, you know what, I'm calling my own number on this one. Let me go hit this quarterback as hard as I physically can. Uh, something from like your pass rushing perspective, I watched a ton of Elijah Judy at Texas A&M. Dude, he's got some heavy hands. He has got some really heavy hands, but he's also like he's got that like Bruce Smith level like hip mobility where it's like he can just get into really awkward positions and just make offensive 
offensive linemen have to get into areas where they're not really comfortable, where they have to drop a little bit low on the base, or maybe they have to play off the back foot quicker because he's explosive, man. But um, loves the rip and dip, loves the spin move, heavy hands. He's going to be a stud up the middle for this Husker defense. Yeah. Uh, so we have a lot to look forward to this weekend. Um, any last thoughts before I move on? Uh, no, I mean, I think we brought a lot of the great points, both the offense and defense. So, okay. yeah. I also think one last thing. I'm, I'm talking <laughs> That's a lot. Right, you're good. But it's, uh, I think the Fedoni and Gilbert, I think what they offer on the offensive end from the tight end perspective, dude, I know we haven't seen a lot of Thomas Fedoni. I know he's a stud. I'm drooling, he's got dude. A well, lot there, of is a, there is a reason why he was ranked higher than, you know, Brock Georgia, Georgia superstar Brock Bowers. There is a reason. Uh, and Eric Gilbert. I, I think, see it firsthand back in the day. But. Yeah, dude, he's uh, Eric Gilbert's a head case, but if he can get it together, if he can play, like, play a complete season him and Fedoni are going to be incredible drilling literally drilling right just got to make sure that they both stay injury free throughout the season yeah. and we got to see how Marcus Washington plays obviously I'm really excited to see that three-headed monster in the backfield I know Ramir Johnson's got a burst on him AJ Allen was exciting in spurts and little spats for the Scurs last I was year to say course, Mark called that earlier yeah. in the year. <laughs> of course and then Anthony Grant I mean he's the stud I mean if he can just stay out of academic trouble and you know keep his head on straight we're gonna the Huskers offense is gonna have a really really nice look going into the season all right, so moving on. Husker baseball, what a weekend. What a way to destroy the worst team in the Big Ten. <laughs> oh, buddy. Northwestern. Starting on it was, Friday, It was though. a little scary at the beginning of yes. this, the series. Uh, we gave up three straight runs to Northwestern. Emmett Olsen had his probably his worst his worst outing of all year. And then he and then we turned around and w- end up winning the game eight to three. And then turned around Saturday, not really close at all, nine to two. Then Sunday, two away from breaking our record for the most home runs in a game. But My boy we, Drew Christo threw one scoreless. Yep. So, yeah, 18 to Shout 5. Out. Shout out my boy Drew Christo. Northwestern had no chance. Also, a very windy weekend as well. So, mm-hmm. it didn't really help Northwestern. Also, Bryce Matthews is him. Yes. He's, he's him. We saw that last night, too. Although. He, made, he has made a few errors. He has That's 15 okay. errors to his 14 home runs. So, I mean, hey, he's picking up his errors by smashing the ball out of the park. But he made a few errors in uh, the Creighton game last night that kind of cost us. But I still love Bryce Ball, Bryce Matthews. I still love him, but just got to clean it up just a little bit on your field yeah. play. Then got to be a little bit slicker at the, at yeah. the shortstop position. Mm-hmm. Also, I think Max Anderson needs some real love. He's been kind of the Robin to Bryce Matthews' Batman in this case. He's getting love from D1 baseball. He got ranked as the fourth best second baseman in all of college Yeah, baseball. we got— um, He's a stud. We have three probably All-Americans this year. We have two uh, second basemen, you know, like you said, Max Anderson, Bryce Matthews, and one of any of our pit, any of our two top pitchers probably will. Do I think Kaminska gets the nod, dude. Probably He's a stud. So, uh, yeah, and then last night it was a tough start, but we ended up turning around pretty ended fast, up really I, I, fast actually. We in two innings we pretty much turned the game around. And then we got the bases loaded, no outs in the what the seventh. And then lightning within eight miles. Yeah, you could see it coming off there. Well, we and, knew about it already, yeah. but like we knew it was, we knew the storms were coming. But then you saw the lightning creeping in, and you're like, okay, this is gonna get cold soon. And then uh, I'm like, all right, that's you know, Dylan. We said this can be the final inning right here, and what do you know? It was the final inning, and of course, the bases were loaded with no outs. And they and then Creighton decides, oh, let's switch our pitcher at perfect timing. Yeah, of course, it's because they probably knew. Because Creighton are a bunch of wusses, in my opinion. They put their tail in between their legs and they yeah, ran they away and yeah, packed that's up. why they got beaten basketball, you know what I'm saying? Yes. This they, is school. Yeah, so they packed up. Can't really say that though, it's cause we can't beat them in baseball. But we will when the, when we when play resumes, I'll tell you that much. Well, yeah, good luck. Up. Good luck for Creighton having to start on May uh when we play May seventh. May 9th, May 9th in Omaha when they have to start bases the doubleheader essentially. Bases with loaded. Bases loaded, no outs, the bottom of the seventh, and then play a whole nother game. That'll be tough for them, but I I think the Huskers should be able to take care of business there. Blake. <laughs> um, but we have a very interesting this week, a very interesting matchup this weekend. We have, we're on the road in Iowa City to take on the Hawkeyes, who have been Consistently pretty good all year. Top four team in the Big Ten. They're third probably. Nebraska's still number one in the Big Ten. And they're but th- this would be huge if we can at least take two. So morally huge too. I mean, I just feel great about it no matter what. I mean, it doesn't even matter if you know if it really is. This is a rival. I yeah. mean, 
Yeah, what a too. dump Iowa City is, by the way. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I love where this is going. <laughs> Driving through Iowa City, I mean, could that could that could a city smell any worse than that? I mean, Houston Sioux City. No, no, no. Look. Sioux City in <laughs> Iowa. I'm telling you, that place is literally. There's a reason why it's called the Sewer, Sewer City. city. Listen, yeah. listen. Uh, other than Houston, Texas, what an armpit that place is, by the way. Been there. I can't I think of a about. bigger dump in the United States than Iowa City. There's Iowa. definitely more, but but yeah, we had a big. Big weekend this week. Um, so we have to, we have to show up if we really want to make make noise and make pot, even considering we're what one one hundred one in the RPI in baseball. It's not good, and at this moment we will not make the tournament. Even though we're number one in the Big Ten, top forty in scoring, only four teams are like that. Like a bunch. We're super high in mo- most offensive stats or whatever. But we really need a few big wins here coming up because we have a very interesting rest of the year. So I will also say, I think Iowa's going to be a little bit demoralized. They lost to UIC. That's the University of Illinois Chicago Flames for you, for those of you that don't yeah, know they're at home. That team, that team that beat Northwestern 24 to 20. Yeah, they, they beat Iowa 14 to 3. They're, uh, they're kind of good. And so they, uh, they took a little dump on Iowa. And then. Uh-huh. Apparently tonight they're having a little trivia night. They're going to play Bradley in Iowa City. What a dump that is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about Peoria, Peoria, Illinois' own Bradley University, who I, gave us a free basketball player. Shout out to Ring Yeah, Mass. shout out to him. I didn't even know Bradley was a real place. You know, I, <laughs> I, 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 I used to be playing Game Pigeon on my phone, right? And Bradley has the most basic Crest logo ever. It's just a B and solid red and everything. And I used to get asked for it. I'm like, oh, this is like one of those scam things or whatever. But no, it's a real place. It's, I, I, a, it's like Purdue, <laughs> Purdue University Global. <laughs> yeah. I, will, I will say I did visit their campus on a college <laughs> campus tour visit. It was, it was, I have to give them some credit. But they're a private university. They are. A private I say they're university. private. They're, All right, moving they're, on. They're yeah. part. Of, they're part of the Mid Valley, so that's probably why you didn't hear him. Lower. Moving on. Moving on. Other yeah. Their bland crest that looks like it's something out of 1700s England. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like. I, I what are we doing, fellas? At least get like a, a brave honor or something. Yeah. yeah. And then um, after Iowa, we're in Omaha to take on Omaha. So. Do they have our number, number three? This year. They have our number this year. They're the best team Mo- in the nation. Yeah, like you said, they're going to College World Series. They I, are. I shouted that to their bullpen. They're trying to get. They're trying to get home field advantage. Yep. Home Hopefully, field. we can at least take one. That w- that would be nice. So, and then we have another game right after that, San Diego State. South, or South, South Dakota South, geez, State. I can't. San Diego State. Ooh, them Aztecs, <laughs> man. Talk. South Dakota State, I meant. Uh, quickly, though, we can go over some recruiting news, I guess. Um, visits. More than anything, we have a lot more visits coming for the spring game. Like I said on the radio, we have Hunter Silas coming, coming over the weekend. We have Brandon Baker, number one offensive tackle in the country. I don't. I'm trying to pull it up now. You can go ahead, Justice, because you probably have something to say. No, I'm just saying, like uh, other than like the Sal- the Silas visit is going to be huge because um, with. Karan McPherson entering the transfer portal that opens up yet another scholarship for Nebraska. They now have three that they can allocate either through the portal or through the recruiting. Right. So, I mean, that just opens up a whole new option. If they're able to bring in an athletic freak, a defensive monster like Hunter Salas, that's big. And also, some of the dude you're talking about, it, Brandon Baker, he's a hog, dude. I mean, that dude is a mauler. Yeah, there's a reason why he's number one off the tackle in the country. We also have Aiden uh, Breland. He also goes to modern day. Dylan Williams from Long Beach. Carter Nelson. One of the best tight ends in the country. Top 10. Number one. Number one player in the state. He's visiting this weekend. Uh, Kamar Mathudi from uh, Los Angeles. Peyton Morgan, safety from Texas. Makai, jeez, fun name. Another guy from Texas, Willis McGahee, the fourth. The fourth. Yes, he goes uh, to my, uh, he goes to high school in Miami. Gibson Pyle commit already. Kamir Prescott, he just released his top five. We are on it. Safety from Northeast Philly. There was also we made um, there's a four star running back in Texas. Can't really remember his name. We made his top eleven. Also five star basketball player Koa Pete. His unofficial visit is also scheduled for this weekend. Number yep. four player in the country. That's a big get if we can you know maybe sway him a little bit. Also some other recruiting news. We have made uh, John Bowl five star recruit in the 2024 class. We made his top five. So mm-hmm. ao. 
big time. Hey, things are looking up. Well, he's a 7-2 monster. Trust me, as, as a human who stood behind him at the basketball game. And I was right there next to you, buddy. Justice. Buddy, he's he's massive. He's big. That's a lot of human. Yeah. But overall, big weekend just in general. So, um, did we talk about Nick Janowski last week? I think we did I on think the we radio. Did. On the radio? I mean, I I can give you a quick filling on him. Six four guard from Wisconsin. Dude can score the absolute crap out of the ball. Also, defensive menace. He's just a Hoiberg player. You know, he's just one of these kind of do it all guards. He can float off the ball a little bit. He's a defensive monster. That dude has a dog on the defensive end. Just just has a nose for the ball. Is always scrapping a little bit. You know, tough nosed kid from Pewaukee, Wisconsin. Great Division two basketball program in Wisconsin. I mean, he's he's going to be a big time recruit for the Huskers. Just a Fred Hoiberg player. Yep, we'll take that. All right, so that was our Husker football segment or Husker take, sports segment. Kind of everything, yeah. Husker sports. Uh, we'll take a little break and then we'll move on. All right, uh, Justice, big NBA fan, especially of the Los Angeles Lakers. We're going to be talking. No, that's Logan, bro. That's Logan. I thought you were a Lakers fan. I'm a Thunder fan. He's a Thunder Thunder. fan. Okay. You haven't watched watched an NBA game with him yet. (laughs) Well, anyways, my bad. Uh, I'm not not nearly as bad as Alex or Logan. Anyways, NBA playoffs have been uh, going off uh, for a while now. I think the biggest surprise so far is what, Justice? Um, Sacramento. I think that's just been the obvious one for me. Uh, They got a 2-0 on the Warriors. Um, They beat them in the first game. De'Aaron Fox had a defensive masterclass of a game. They beat them 126 to 123 in one of the best games that I've seen in a while. It was a really hotly contested one. Other than that, Clippers Suns first first game. It was a really really good matchup. Then they went in, take game two at home, 114 to 106. Another defensive masterclass from De'Aaron Fox. And I mean, Mike Brown's really making a statement. And I mean, like I said before, I mean, if the Kings got the Warriors at home, they were going to make life difficult for them, and so far they have. I think I I mentioned this on the radio show, I believe, but the fact that the Warriors can't win on the road, I think they won, like, what, 11 games throughout the whole season on the road. Uh, no team as they were on the same road record as, like, the Hornets, as, like, the Rockets, like, very bad records, Some, but they can play at home. I had a feeling the Warriors were going to struggle away. Uh, game one was really closer than I thought it was going to be. Uh, but coming back back to Oracle, Draymond Green not available. Bosley Sabonis not probably available. Um, as Chase Center, <laughs> sorry. Oh my gosh, dude! I, I I go I call it Oracle. I'm gonna call it Oracle forever. I don't really care. Anyways, uh, I was watch I was listening to Colin Coward the other day, and he said pretty much, I mean the way that I interpreted it was like this could be like a passion of the torch, uh, to the Kings. For, uh, like the Warriors dynasty was over. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, he's kind of like. He won Clutch Player of the Year, a really good closer in the fourth quarter, steps up defensively. Mike Brown has been in the league a long time. He's coached really good players. Kobe, Durant, Curry, he's doing that with De'Aaron Fox and Sponis. Keegan Murray uh, broke the three-point record for rookies. Sacramento could be dangerous in years past. I will also say this. I think that Steve Kerr's coaching style has been detrimental to the Warriors more than it has been helpful because what Steve Kerr has done over these past two games and what he's shown in some of his previous regular season games and on, and on these bad road stretch, on the road he likes, to, he likes to coach to what makes the Warriors comfortable, not to what makes these home teams uncomfortable. If you get what I'm saying, so he'll he'll model his game plan more to suit the strengths of his players than it will to attack the weaknesses of an opponent. The weakness the weakness with the Kings they hate playing help side defense. They absolutely hate it. Well, what they've done so far, the Warriors are just run, running their spread stuff, and they've been allowing the Kings to blitz their off ball off ball screens for Clay and for Steph. And by doing that, they're able to mitigate the need for the help side because when when Let's be honest, when you drag Sabonis out, there's not a whole lot waiting at the rim. Okay, So by being able to do that, the Kings have been able to kind of get ahead, and also they've been able to play in transition because of that, and that's where the Kings are going to thrive. They are De'Aaron Fox. I don't know if you've seen him. That dude's a track star. On he's, he's a dog he lately. He's been run. a dog. 
Dude, he can run. He they have been defending better than I've seen all year. And I and I was ta- I was talking to a couple other people about this, and and I had to say this: the Kings are one of those teams where they're a young team. They're not going to really care about the regular season. Defensively, they're just going to try to win games and outscore you. When it comes to the defense time, all those young guys, Davion Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox. Um, Harrison Barnes has been around the block a little bit. Sabonis, they're gonna lock down. They're gonna play some real defense, and they're gonna show. You know, they're gonna try to. They're gonna try to ups. You know, upset the Warriors. Try to show like why they're the upstarts. I think so. I think this this series could go best out of seven because I feel whoever's the home team is gonna win it. And game seven, if it gets there, is gonna be a really really good one. Um, another series I want to talk about with you, Justice Suns. Oh, you your thoughts. We're talking about Mike Brown. Mike Brown was just named Coach of the Year. Uh, and he deserved yeah. it, absolutely. Well absolutely. I thought he should have gotten it over, both Dagonal and mm-hmm. Missoula. Yeah. I mean, the job that he's done to take them from the projected 13th team in the West to now the third seed. I mean, an absolutely incredible job by Mike Brown. Yeah, very yeah, good. Right. Another series I want to talk about. I was talking about this with Jake Salas. Uh, Salins. <laughs> Salins. Oh, my gosh. Anthony, you're having a night right now. <laughs> I'm ready for uh, the finals week to come so I can enjoy my summer. I think it's we're all, I think I'm at that point right now. Amen, brother. Suns Clippers. Uh this series is going to go to 7. I almost guarantee you that. Uh I was talking about him with this. The Suns pro- you know undefeated with Kevin Durant until game 1. Uh but they they match up very well uh with the Clippers. You got Paul on Westbrook, Booker with Paul, with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard on Durant like they they just match up very very well and it I see I see these going to seven but the Suns taking it. I agree. I've also seen some different things from from uh, Tyron Lue that I haven't seen out of him before. Like his and also I've seen a different side of Russell Westbrook that I just haven't seen. You know I'm an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. I've seen Russell Westbrook at his stat padding best. Well, and you saw him at his prime and his stat pad. <laughs> oh yeah, at his stat padding in his prime. I mean. I haven't seen this level of tenacity from Russell Westbrook that I've seen in this playoff series. Like he's attacking Kevin Durant with a vigor I haven't seen out of Russell Westbrook since he came into the league, and um, I think it's really smart. They've also they they pretty much they force Kevin Durant to some really awkward spots. Like they're trying to make him shoot eighteen foot fadeaways. I mean they just make life really really difficult for a one guy. shot in the last six and a half minutes in game one, game one or game two. They but make like difficult for him, man. You you can't win if you don't have your best player. Um, taking their shots. Mark, I'm going to talk with, about this with you for a little bit. The Bucks <laughs> go down in game one. Um, Giannis pa- bruises back or whatever you want to call it. Uh, what what does Milwaukee have to do tonight? This is of Wednesday. What uh, what do they have to do to get the game two vic- victory? So Giannis has, Giannis has been upgraded from a questionable, no, Doubtful to questionable. Um, he has a lower back contusion. So a contusion, for those of you who don't know, it's, um, it's the medical term is for a bruise of a muscle or a bone. So if Giannis does come back tonight, I do not know if he'll play in a lot. I don't know how much time he'll be given in minutes-wise, but the Bucks really need to figure out something because losing by a 13 to the Miami Heat is just... You're the bots. You're expected to win these types of. So I, I hope the bots can pull it off. Um, well, they, go ahead, I, Anthony. And I, well, I told you this. If Giannis is out, they have. I I don't even think a shot to win at all. So I was, just, I was gonna say, but Jimmy Buckets is a different breed in the playoffs. I, so he hashtag JMVP. He literally would not. I just know this. He does not care about the regular season, but all it matters is the playoffs. That's why his dad's Michael goes, Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just goes crazy in the playoffs, so it might be a big issue for the Bucks this, for the series. I will also say this as someone who has had back contusions and had muscle contusions before. You do not know how unbelievably painful they are. You are like Giannis. I would not be surprised if he sits out for like probably game two and game three and comes back in game four. So I, I think the Bucks can steal one. You're probably going to be down two one by the time that Giannis gets back. Well, did did, did Chris Middleton play in game one? Do you know that? I have, because that because when Milwaukee yes. Yes, he, he did. did all right. I say when Milwaukee won their their championship in 2021, he was kind of the X factor of that. I mean, Giannis got all the probably all the media praise stuff like that but it was pretty much Chris Middleton who stepped up in big ways during that championship run and he's got to step up I think Brooke Lopez has got to got to get those rebounds uh Drew offense. Holiday 
Drew Hall. Dude, he's a monster. Rest, I mean, the rest of the team's just gonna have to step up without Giannis. I, I mean, Grace and Allen. Bobby like, Portis stomping. has got to be that <laughs> that leader. I think Who? Bobby Portis. He's got to be very well defensively. He's a six-man-of-the-year contender. We know what he brings offensively. It's will, will he be able to handle the switchable? Because Miami is extremely switchable, and they'll make you guard. They, they stick Max Struess on him. It's going to be it's going to be a. We got to find a way to stop Jimmy Butler. For as good as a good player. Yeah, <laughs> good luck, bud. You know how you stop him? You got to hack him all the way to the basket. You're going to have to just assault him all Instead of the Jordan rules, it's the Jimmy rules. It's the Jim Dude, that's why his dad is Michael Jordan. <laughs> but a big thing, you were bringing this up earlier, Tyler Harrow. Jeez. Er, Hero. Hero. Yeah. He's out for the rest of the series. Yep. So. Broken hand. All right, and still, I mean, as much as as much as I hate saying this, they still have Duncan Robinson, Max yeah. Struess. Yeah. They got they, they, they still got, got shooters. They got shooters. They keep that strap on them. Uh, last point, I want to say, what's your NBA Finals prediction? This is a rough one. Okay, I, I know I kind of put you on the spot a little bit. I'm but. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go chalk in the West. I think the Nuggets are good enough to make the finals. I think that's your finals team. I don't I I don't think they match up very. I don't think the Suns match up very well with the Nuggets. If I'm gonna be honest. I think the Nuggets are are that one through five is incredible, and they, they and with a shortened rotation, I believe enough in Michael Malone to to see the Nuggets getting out of the West. Um, out of the East. Be honest, Mark. I know you're gonna hate this. I I think the Celtics are going back. I, I just they got too much depth. They got way too much of a scoring punch. They've been handling the Hawks. I it's it's the Celtics for me, and then probably the winner out of that. That's fine. I think the Celtics. I think the Celtics. I've just had them all year. I think they. I think they finally get their their one back from last year. Alrighty, uh, Charlie, do you want to talk about NHL for a little bit? Yeah, so we can talk about that. NHL, uh, Stanley Cup playoffs just getting started here. Got the, uh, I don't know, are, Justice, are you, do you have a hockey team at all or you, you don't really follow? Buddy, I'm a Blue Jackets fan. We're as far down the yeah. Connor Bedard sweepstakes as one can be. <laughs> yeah. I follow it, though. Yeah. I'm on it. It's, uh, so that just got started here. Uh, my Avs didn't really show up last night against the Seattle Kraken in their first ever playoff game, losing 3-1. to one. Seattle came out. They played pretty well. Kraken, they took two of three against the Avs during the regular season. So a lot of people uh, over at ESPN really were shocked by this. I wasn't really shocked by it. I think Seattle, you know, they're better than a lot of people think. Uh, You know, the West, it was pretty tight this year. So despite them being a wild card, they were, you know, they're a good team. Uh, I think a lot of Avs fans even were expecting a sweep or to win in five games. But I, I think it's going six or seven. I said that even before last night. Um, and being from Seattle, I do, you know, I would call myself a Kraken fan as well. The Avs, since, you know, Seattle didn't have a team until last year, they've, they've been my team for longer. But uh, if Seattle were to get, get past... Uh, I was just about to ask you that. Would you be content with either one winning? Because obviously you're a fan of the Avs, but then you're from Seattle. You're just content with this series overall? Or do you want the, the Avs, obviously, to advance more? Well, I want the Avs to win. Uh, I would rather lose to Seattle than any other team. I'll say I'll say that because uh, if, if they get past the Avs, you know, they, they'd be who I'm rooting for, for for the rest. And I think a lot of teams in the West, I just don't like at all. Vegas, Edmonton, not teams that I've ever really liked that much. Uh, the Oilers think they entered the playoffs on a nine-game win streak. They've been really good since the trade deadline, and uh, but they lost to the Kings in their first game in overtime. Kings scored to tie the game with about 15 seconds left and then won it in overtime. So I mean, they just completely stole one at the death, didn't they? They did. They really did. And overtime they, period. I mean, Edmonton's got a ton of talent. I mean, Connor McDavid's probably the best player in hockey. I mean, he's incredible, but I mean, the Kings are just... Kings and the Kraken, they're like two of those teams where it's like they're just pesky. They'll just take wins off of you. They're just like they just find ways to just get gritty down the end and they just they just grind out games. Yeah, they I think I don't know. The the Pacific division, I Seattle was winning that at one point and then they just That's just a dog fight. It was it was tough. Vegas ended up winning it, but and then Vegas last night loses to uh Winnipeg, last team in five one. I mean the they West. just yeah. they just ran him out of the rink, didn't they? They did. yeah, I think the Jets I, I mean, I thought I actually picked Winnipeg to win the series because I haven't been as high on Vegas dude, coming they're in. They're sneaky, and Winnipeg's got some snipers on that team, dude. They, they can go. Yeah, I think I think both the West and the East. Um, you know, I 
So before, I think I might have mentioned this either on the radio show or last week when we had Trevor on, we were talking about it. I picked Rangers and Avs in the Stanley Cup with the Rangers the radio. winning. Radio, yeah. And Rangers, they uh, they looked good last night. They're playing the New Jersey Devils. They won that game. And then also Tampa Bay. Just They're just a different team when it comes to the playoffs. I mean, Toronto, I don't know if they're ever going to win a first-round series, but Tampa's just a different team. Um, that curse on them, don't they? Yeah. Just, There's just something going on. Now, the Lightning's a terrible draw in the first round for them because the Lightning are still – so Lightning are still really, really talented, but they got the Leafs got a good old seven hung on them last night. I mean, they got a good, they got a good little punching. They, uh, yeah, I just think Tampa, both Tampa and uh, the other team side, Tampa and New York in the East, which would I guess be a rematch of last year's East final, and both those teams looked good last night. And then also, uh, I guess I haven't really mentioned uh, there was a few other games on uh, Monday or yeah Monday, uh, Carolina who lost Andre Smechnikov. Trevor and I were talking about that. He uh, He's out for the year with a torn ACL. So I think Kane's fans there, and Trevor even said this, he wasn't as high on, uh, his expectations weren't as high either coming in, but they won their first game against the Islanders, and now they play game two tonight. And they're already winning one nothing. And they, all right, so they did score. Uh, but yeah, it's going to it's gonna be interesting to see who, who ends up going uh, here in the in the playoffs, but... I guess uh, hopefully for me, I'm hoping the Avs show up and play a little better. But Seattle's a good team, so uh, I guess we. I don't really have a Trevor on here right now, so I guess that that's about all I got. But yeah, just kind of excited to see what what goes here. All right, any other thoughts? Playoffs, NHL, NBA, or anything? I mean, it's just I think the NHL. It's just it's a really exciting time. I know my mom's really. My mom's a big wild girl. She hates she hates the stars for a specific reason. They used to be the Minnesota North Stars and went down to Dallas. She absolutely hates them. She was screaming her ever-loving ears off in my ear last night. The wild one. We hate the stars. I'm like, oh my goodness, mom. Yeah, they went and stole one three to two in double overtime. So, I mean, she was screaming her ear off. But yeah, I mean, it's been an exciting playoff so far. Can't wait can't wait to see how it shakes out. Yep. Alrighty, well, we're going to take a little break here and then we're going to transition onto Sports Jeopardy. Okay, time for some Sports Jeopardy. We did this uh, earlier. I don't remember what episode it was, um, but we didn't have a guest and now we do have a guest. And so we're going to see how well, again, you guys know your sports. It's not as hard as it was last time. And we got some di- we got different sport. Or we got different, we got I, different. I love the wheel. I love the sports movie ad. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the categories are NFL, NBA, college football, MLB, and sports movies. Uh, this isn't like guess the movie of what happened. It's like within the movie, oh, if that makes sense. I like that. Interesting, interesting. I like that. That's so. good. Talladega Nights for 500. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I'm, I'm, Mark, go. Uh, MLB big. 500. MLB 500. Here we go. Before the Miami Marlins. Florida Marlins. The Florida Marlins. So he, that's his point. What's the answer? The Florida Marlins. Wow, that's a 500 one? 500. I, I, thought I, you sw- I thought you switched it up. Or did that's... I? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Justice, you're up. Um, Let's do NCAA football for 100. Okay. The mascot at the University of Miami. The is... Hurricanes. It is the Ibis. Like the actual, oh, the, the actual mascot. mascot. This was in the Kahoot. Get absolutely. <laughs> this was in the Kahoot. Yeah. yeah. I, I missed that. Oh, well. That was- oh, I thought you meant like the actual like team mascot. No, I okay. say this was kind of an inside joke. So we did a Kahoot one time. <laughs> oh and okay. and the, like the Ibis bird was on the screen. And it's Ibis, been- but whatever. <laughs> that should have been for 500. But- that should have been, honestly. That's and also, I, th- I thought you were going to go like uh, Miami, Ohio. Yeah, that's uh, I could have gotten know somebody why. really. I no, if he don't, no, he, he it would have been like the O H, right? No, no he I, he could have screwed you. Oh, he no, I actually would have put O H, but everyone probably O-H? thinks. I get it's an inside joke. I get, yeah. it. I get it. All right, Blake. All right, uh, let's do sports movies one hundred. Rocky Balboa is from what city? Philadelphia. There we go. One hundred points for points Blake. On uh, Charlie, you're up next. All right, I'm gonna go NFL 100. 
NFL 100. The Super Bowl trophy is called what? The Lombardi Trophy. After the great Vince Lombardi. I say the, the Vince great Lombardi Vince Lombardi. Yeah. Oh, all right. My I'll, I'll give you Packers. that. 50 points. I'll give you that. So. <laughs> yeah. Takes off 50 points for that. All right, Dylan. I think I should get 100 mm. points for that. NCAA football for 500. I was about to say. Jesus, you're a dog. miss a doom. Who was the Ooh. first team to win back-to-back Ooh. national? I'm telling you, I get deep. A good one. Bro, I get deep. So who was the first team to win back-to-back national championships but when the AP controlled it? So, like, I was looking at this. Obviously, you're going back to, like, the clear 1890s. Deep. So oh. it's, like, 1930s? Yes. Are we talking about the 1930s? So pretty much, yeah. It was good back pretty then. Pretty much since um, 1930s. I got to guess. I got to guess. I got to guess, too. Let me think. Hmm. This is good. That's a good think. question. This is a good dig. I'm interested to see who it is. Ooh. Um, I will even give you an extra 100 if you get the exact year. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Yeah, um, good luck. Oklahoma? The answer was Army. Well, yeah, because I got to recruit. MLB 100. All right. We are now going to do steals. That's my bad. I didn't mean to right. you. Sorry. It's fine. It's Charlie's turn. <laughs> so now... He just no, no, Logan Eby moment. That's not the point of the game. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, MLB 100. When was God. the first World Series Ooh. held? Ooh, this is a good one. That's 100. The Marlins question was 500, and this is 100. That's interesting. I agree. I agree. Uh, it's okay. Go. It's in reverse order. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lowest amount of points wins. 19. Golf score. 1900. Like 1900 exact. Yeah. All right. 1903, I you were close. It'd be around that time. Justice. I'm going to oh. get an easy one. NBA for 100. NBA 100. This team went 73-9, and in what year? Is this the 20s, 2016 Golden State Warriors? Correct. Oh, let's go. The year they went, they were 73-9, won the Chicago Bulls, but then blew. And then blew a 3-1 lead to LeBron. Yep. To little yep. bum. All right, Blake, you're up. The scrub. Uh, let's do uh, sport movies for 200. You're a dog. Back to sport. What sport is oh. the focal point of Happy Gilmore? Golf. Correct. What's the other um, It's actually outdoor golf. Mini, mini, <laughs> golf uh, mini golf and a little bit of it. Dude, I'm a mini golf nuisance. Love mini golf, but I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I love it too. All right, Most Charlie, football. now you're up. All right, we'll go college football for 300. I swear if this is enough. Who is the only person to win more than one Heisman? Oh, that's a good I one. That's a really oh, I know who it is. I, I think really know I was is. gonna say I think so. Are we doing steals for this one? Yes, yes. there are okay. steals. Mm. I know who this is. I feel like I know who this mm. is. I do not know who this is. Say just, I don't really have a guess either. Can I steal? Well, let's say just say random guess. Mm. And then justice. I we're gonna see if you can steal, it. steal it. I know what school he plays for. I know, who it, mm. I know who it is. School. I know who it is. I literally know who it is. He was garbage in the NFL. Yeah, he was. I just forgot the name. Who oh, is? Forgot the name. He, yeah, I, I literally. It's like the other it. question. He was. He was. There. Just, you guys you just, give me. You, you just got to say a guess. I got no guess. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass just, it up. I pass. I literally don't know. Is it Archie Griffin? That is the correct answer. Let's go! Ohio that. State running back. 200 football. Okay, now I'm putting this away. Or College. Sorry. College football 200. What is the name of the award mm, given annually to the best collegiate quarterback? Now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking. I got to think. Oh, I, you know, I wonder who won that this year. <laughs> I literally know who won it. But that's, yeah. not, that's not the question, though. I know. It's the name of the award. You can I that. think I know what it is. I, I, I don't know. I honestly I'm going to say I know but, what it is. Is it the O'Brien? It is the Davey O'Brien. Okay. I'm so proud of you. Okay. Max Dogan, shout out. It was, e- it was either the O'Brien or the Maxwell. Just, it's one of the two. The Maxwell oh. is the O-line. No, the Maxwell is like the overall top player, but yeah. it's not the Heisman. Oh. <laughs> Come on, All right, Mark, man. you're up. Um, it's Orlando Pace. Sport movies, 500. Oh, sport boy. No, you, no, you're gonna buddy, you are wrong. big you're C. That wrong and you're gonna In for- Rudy, oh. how many rejection oh letters did he receive oh, from Notre Dame before finally being accepted? Darn it. Two. It is not two. Okay, yeah, we're, we're fine. I'm gonna take a stab at it. Is it four? It is not four. Oh, I, no, 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 I, no! You go in order. Yep. Like, like, five times. It is not five. Is it? Oh, it's me now. Yeah. All right. Wait. <laughs> go deep sea fishing. How many? I feel like I. It's like one of my favorite movies. Uh, it is mine too. Three. Three. It is three. 
I'm so oh, proud of you, Charlie. God. Ah, man. Uh, what was that, that for? Was oh, that was for 500. That's 500. Charlie, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Jesus. I'm glad I got that. That's one of my favorite movies. I'm so proud of you. There we go. Um, Wait. Oh, so Justice, close. you're up. Um, NBA for 200, please. NBA 200, which NBA player was the first to, re- to receive or win the MVP award? I, I have no idea. So I couldn't tell you. Joe Basketball. Ago. Do you know the year? The year... Joe Basketball. I want to say, I think it was 50s. 56. Joe Basketball, 1956. Is it Bob Cousy? It is not Bob Cousy. <sighs> I like your steal, oh, I, Joe I want Basketball. To say, I want to say sorry if I get the year wrong, but you can correct me after you know for sure. Okay. So if I persuade you on the wrong year, that is my bad, all right? Okay, because I had a player in mind. Well, I mean, well, you already got it wrong. Yeah, I already so. got it wrong, but. Blake. Joe Basketball, 1959. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a Bill Russell year, pal. Uh, I, so just take a random guess if you don't know. Name it. an all-time great. An all-time great. Just name an all-time yep. great. Wilt Chamberlain. It's a great. That is the correct answer. Holy <laughs> God, <laughs> my Charlie's going to luck his way into this. I was about to say George Mike. <laughs> you know, I was going to say Paul Arison. I'm going to be totally honest. All right. Okay. Blake, you're up. Uh, give me sport movies, uh, 400. Sports movie 400. Who is the number one overall pick in the movie Draft Day with Kevin Costner? Oh my God! Um, I know it now. Um, God, I can't think. Of, you know, I can think of the the player that didn't that didn't, I know it end, now. Up, didn't end up getting it. Um, because it's not it's not uh was it was it Bo Cap Bo Bo something that was the one who was not the ended up ended up not getting the first. Yeah, over that draft. was that was ironically the Wisconsin quarterback who didn't yeah. get drafted. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Man, I don't know. Throw out a guess. To me. Throw out a guess. I don't remember any of the other freaking people. I, in that I know. I know what school he went to. Me too. <laughs> I don't remember at all. I'm gonna be honest. So you're gonna say you're gonna pass it up? Yeah. Charlie, you know it? No, I don't. Uh, Are you gonna pass? Yeah, I'll, I, I'll pass as well. Dylan, you got it. Is it Troy Smith? It's not Troy Smith. Oh. No, that's the real Ohio State quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is. So, I knew it was Ohio State. He's a linebacker. I, I can't know. remember his name. Mark, who is it? I don't know. Are you passing? I'm a pass. <sighs> Give it a go. Okay, I've seen this movie. All right. I've seen the movie multiple times. He's a yeah. linebacker or like an yeah. edge type. <sighs> is it something Wade? No. It's not Wade. I'll pass it. I don't know. All right, I'll pass. The answer, Vontae Mack. (laughs) No, I knew it. No. Uh, I was like, he shares a name with a famous athlete, and it was Khalil Mack. It's Vontae Mack. (laughs) Come on, man. All right. Um, I think, Charlie, you're up now with category. All right. I'll go NFL 300. NFL 300. Which football team is the oldest team in the NFL? I got this. I know this. The oldest team in the NFL. Hmm. It's one you wouldn't think of. It's one I wouldn't think of. Chicago Bears. Good answer, but that is unfortunately incorrect. Is it the Arizona Cardinals? It is yeah, the it Arizona is. Yeah, Cardinals. Yeah. I've watched that movie or that uh, that documentary on YouTube multiple times. <laughs> just, All right, just, uh, yeah, Dylan, you're now up. I'll just take the last college football one. College football for four hundred. Bear Bryant was the head coach for how many? Ooh, this is a great football? question. Great well, obviously, question. He's obviously known for Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's about it. That's all I know. Um, There's more. I know, I know he's been on more teams. I have an answer. I don't know if it's the right one. Four. An answer. That's actually correct. That was the one I had. <laughs> yeah. Son of a gun. Okay, because sh- okay, he, he was the head coach at Tennessee. He was the head coach at... Vanderbilt, I think. He was at Alabama, and there was one other way before that. He was at like a military academy or something. That was a shot. I knew it was four. I don't know how I got that. You son of a gun. You're like reading my mind. MLB 200. MLB 200, Mark says. Who has the most career perfect games in Major League Baseball history? You don't have to guess the amount, obviously, but. Who is this? Warren Spahn. That's a great guess. That's incorrect. Okay. I got a good guess. He threw a bunch of no-hitters, but he didn't throw perfect Uh, Sandy Koufax. Nope. (sighs) Good guess, though. That's what I thought. Joe Baseball. (laughs) Locking it in. No. (laughs) This is like some old dude. It's like old Haas Radborn. (laughs) 
Why'd you give me that look? Oh, what look? <laughs> I didn't give you any Wait look. a minute. Whoa. Charlie. I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking of someone who threw like a bunch of no hitters, or he did. I don't know if he threw a lot of perfect games. It was that pitcher for the Phillies. Uh, I don't want to give you the answer either. Oh. That's actually right. I no, well, you, you are can you talking about Steve Carlton? No, I think. Uh, Mark, do you know who I'm, I might be thinking? Of? Don't say it, obviously, but uh, I have I have a idea. I, I don't think he threw a bunch of perfect games. I think though. you're thinking of Steve Carlton. No. no, no. Is he recent? Yeah. Halliday? Cliff Lee. No. Who? Cliff Lee. No. Threw a ton okay, of no. That's not the he answer. Threw a couple no hitters, but no perfect games. I'm thinking it's an older guy. I think it's like a way older guy. Yeah, then I'm not gonna get that. That's that was my guess. I went Kofax. I didn't know if you. I know Kofax through one. The one dude from the movie, uh, um, the rookie. Mark, <laughs> Mark, who were you thinking? of? I was thinking Roy Holiday. Oh wait, maybe that. Oh, no, it's Cliff Lee. Oh, he was a pitcher, right? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I honestly, I, think I know Hall- Holiday through one. Yeah, there's what there's a dude who threw three. I was oh, trying. I thought it was like Kovacs, no but it wasn't. Looks like no one got this one. Well, well, Dylan hasn't guessed. Dylan, go ahead. <laughs> I don't really care. Uh, Nolan Ryan's because this is a pitcher I know. I know he's okay. like seven no hitters. I do not know my baseball, but this is just the website I got it from. It's Roy Halladay. Wait, wait. Mark that- didn't guess, but that's the guess that he was gonna make. So can we give him what? the points? Wait a minute. I didn't guess. No, I thought I did. Well, you you said Roy Holiday. I, once again, th- I don't know if this That's is completely fine. fact, but it's just a source that I got. I, I think you should. I think you should just get the Wait, points. Wait, did Mark guess? Did you guess before Roy Holiday, or was that your first? No, that was his first guess. Oh well, then he should get the points for it. Yeah, he should get the points. I think. Yeah, Mark I should agree. get half. Yeah, that's fine. Half. No, I'd give him how much? He got full. It was for two hundred. I give him full. He's the only one that. Yeah, he got two hundred. It's fine. It's two hundred. I didn't know he threw more than one. I only thought he threw one. I only thought he threw one too. I don't know. He probably did. Just the site I got it. I don't That's know. That's fine. That's okay. Is the site said he did too? Stuff happens. Yep. Uh, who's up? Is it Justice? Is it? Oh yeah, because you picked MLB. Uh, NBA for three hundred. NBA three hundred. Which franchise is the oldest team in the NBA? The Celtics. Crap! I don't know the answer to this. Look it up. You, Free, you can freeze the screen. No, go to your phone and look it up. Well, I mean, I can look it up because I already guessed. Yeah, you can. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, here, everyone just go around and make a pick. Uh, uh, <laughs> it wasn't the Celtics. Okay. Uh, the Knicks. Nope. It's me now. Uh, hmm. probably not the Knicks. That probably would have been one of my guesses. I don't. I don't think it's the Bulls. Hmm. I'll say Bulls. No. Sixers. No. Lakers. No. The Sacramento Kings. I was going to think of the California. They were my other guess. They were my other guess. But they were originally like, they were like the Royals or something. They were like the world. Yeah, I'd say they were like Rochester, the Cincinnati Royals. Something like that. I would have said the Knicks too, but. I would have probably. The Kings was my other guess because I knew they were old as dirt. All right, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight categories. I'm winning. Yeah, <laughs> Blake, I didn't even realize. Blake? Blake, Blake, it's your guess. Uh, I'm not that. Just last take the movie now. one. Sports, yeah, sport movies three hundred. <laughs> All right, sports movie three hundred. There is no crying in baseball. Yeah. Is from what movie? Uh, Sandlot. It is not. <gasps> oh, I know this one. Know this one. I don't. Charlie. Crying in baseball. I've heard that before. I just don't yeah, know I've heard it before. I know what it is. Oh, Sandlot two. <laughs> Blake. Mm. Blake. Don't forget about that one. Saying that three. <laughs> Wait. I can't. I, I, don't know. I can't. Mighty I can only think of one other baseball. baseball. Movie. <laughs> besides, I know it. Besides the Sandlot. Yeah, the only other baseball movie I can think of is The Field Rookie. Of Dreams. Well, the rookie. It, it's not Field of Dreams. All right, Dylan. No guess. I got it. I was okay. gonna guess. Mark. Guess. A League of Their Own. It is a League of Their is Own. Is it a League? It is a League, league of Their Own. I could have said Major League, but that doesn't sound like a quote from that one. I remember that. Wild one. thing. You, you make my heart sing. <laughs> you walk everything. Uh, Charlie, you're up. All right. We'll go Shit, NFL for 400. 
NFL 400. The Baltimore Ravens were Ooh. formerly known as this team. Know this. Know this. Come on. And if you watch the movie Draft Day, it has talked about this before. Blake, you should know this. <laughs> I, I know it. I know it. Everybody knows it except me. That's Unluckiest man in the world. You walk everything. Hmm. Wild thing. <laughs> you made my heart sing. You know it's probably right, not, that out, nothing please, similar please. to the Ravens, I'm guessing. So, uh, yeah, I, I got no guess on oh, You're going to pass? I have a miniature no, helmet. Now I got a second thought. I have a miniature version of their helmet. I know what it is, but I can't think of it. A mini helmet? I know what it is. Yeah, miniature. I know what it is. This is what mini means. I can literally think of the logo, but I, I can't know what think it is. Name of it. Oh no, Dylan! I wouldn't second. I do know what it <laughs> is. Say, Dylan. I literally. Oh no. <sighs> and I didn't even give a guess either. <laughs> Dylan, you got ten out. seconds. I literally. I have, I have. There's two teams. Oh no. Flip a coin. Yeah, flip a coin. Any mini, mini, money, mo. Tails. You said draft day. No. Oh, man. You know this. <laughs> Come on. I, I I remember it now. That's unfortunate. Is the shot clock taken down on this one? Ten. Yeah. No. No, I think it it's like five. Eight, seven. Six. Five. Browns. Okay. It is the Cleveland it Browns. It is the Cleveland Browns. Left. The Colts left. The, the left. Colts. The Colts. Um. They left Baltimore. Yeah, they left Baltimore. Yep. They became Indianapolis. That's where I was getting confused. Yep. I was like, wait a minute. They left in Mayflower trucks in 1985. Yes. Ask me out. Uh. It's me. It's Dylan now. <laughs> Stat uh, NFL 500, why not? Stat Patter. How many teams has oh Ryan Fitzpatrick played for? I have a Not guess. as many as Josh Jones. 13. It's not 13. Oh. Seven. Not seven. 11? Not 11. Oh. Six. Not six. Should have guessed a lower number. Oh, I wasn't even listening to what they guessed. <laughs> 13. Uh, no, don't, 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 don't give it. No, yeah, I wouldn't tell me. You should just guess uh, higher than 13. No. <laughs> why not? Then you're getting into that's like how many Josh that's, Johnson has played for exactly eight. Very close, ah. but the answer is nine. nine. Oh, yeah, that was my second guess. Seven. You should have said what college. <laughs> <laughs> that's easy. He went to Harvard. MLB three hundred. MLB for three hundred. Greatest wonder look score of all up. time, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, who has the highest career batting average well, in MLB? Is this like single season? Oh no, it's career. Career. The great Bambino. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Williams. That's a great poll. It is not Ted Williams. Ted Lack. Is that like something that we can confirm? Yes. It's not Ted Williams. I can confirm it at least on here. Uh, okay. I'm gonna guess Ty Cobb. Actually, I can't. Uh, it no, is no, no. Ty Cobb. Oh Jesus! You got it. Yep. Guys, I didn't cheat. I swear. All right, we got four categories left. Uh, dude, let me just let's just kill. We should do it. We should do it. NBA for four hundred. I need to get something right in this category. NBA four hundred. Which <laughs> college did Dennis Rodman North attend? Wait, uh, no, 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 Korea University. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? I know the one that he originally attended before he went to the one that he went to. Okay, well, what's that one? I know he went to. Um, what is it? He went to Southeastern Oklahoma State. Well, that's the one that I have right here. Let's go. Say it's it's. I have, a, fr one. I have a friend who goes. And there. then um. I have a friend who goes there. Central Arkansas for yeah. um. Pippin. Got it, Pippin. Yeah. Yep. Pippin. All right, Blake. Pippin ain't uh, easy. You know, give me uh, MLB four hundred. MLB four hundred. This one has the bonus. Uh, which team holds the longest winning streak? You can get extra fifty for the correct year and twenty five for the extra amount. So pretty much you can earn up to 475 points. Well, I ain't gonna need it because I just wanted to take this one away from uh, Mark. So, good <laughs> job. Because um, you gotta, it's it's kind of like a Uno. You gotta strategize it out a little bit there if you if you want to win it. Um, <laughs> Mike, you're in dead last. But I'm, but I'm in dead last, so it don't even matter. Um, where's the I, I need the daily double to help me right now. I mean, you're helping Dylan win. Uh, you know, the good old uh, Yankees. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> Just guess a random year. Uh, 2000, no, 95. It is not. Nope. So I just know the only, at least that I can remember, I, this probably isn't the answer, but I remember the Cleveland Indians won 22 in a row in like 2017. I thought that was a major league part. I thought that was like a major league thing. 
Where it's like they won like 26 in a row. 26 in a row? Yeah, they won like 26 in a row in the movie. They, they just, also did in real life. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think they did too. I don't know. That's not the answer. But that's that would been my. I say that that was your guess, Cleveland. Yeah. I yeah. say that was not the, the not the correct answer. I, yeah, it's probably something like I don't know how long ago, but probably like Yankees 2001. No. Great 1985 Milwaukee Brewers. Nope. <laughs> that's the. That's, mo- that's the beginning of the year, oh, not the longest. That's the Molitor. That's the Molitor in Yankee year. Um. Let's go. I'm going to say it was a 26-game win streak. It is the 1952 Brooklyn Dodgers. So you do get the extra 25 for the correct amount of games. That's good. But the team itself was the 1916 New York Giants. You know, I was in the right area. I mean, Brooklyn, New York. In Brooklyn, yeah. You get the extra 25 for the correct games. So. Let's go, baby. All right, two categories, Charlie, NFL yeah. or NBA. So I'm going to go NBA for 500 because it's the only way I can. Uh, Who is, like, no. considered the best coach of all time in the NBA? Considered the Quote, unquote. Bro. This is completely opinionated. Eh. Are we basing this off titles? I'd say. Either way. <laughs> are we basing this off quantity of titles or quality of titles? I should ask that. Let's say quality, because uh, quantity. Then you, I think you, you think of. Then you dip into like red. Red Auerbach. Auerbach, which that's, that's like not him. Thought, yeah. I'm gonna say this guy's probably more recent than you think of. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got it. I know it is. Just this once, because I'm blanking on a name. I just really uh, want it. I really want it. I'm pretty sure this is probably like a poll that was taken, so it is opinion. Yeah. This is an opinion question. And that's why it's worth 500 points. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Mm. More recent than I think. <laughs> now, don't get like... I'm sorry. Don't get like <laughs> super... Mark, if you answer my Boonholzer, I'm going to I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> um, Need a guess. Greg Popovich. It's a great guess. That's a great guess, but... Is it really? That's a great guess. It, it is a great guess, but that's not... Because right. he's old like this dude. I think I know who you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm thinking of. I don't know if it's the right answer, but I know who I'm thinking of. I hate doing this. I'm gonna pass because I'm blanking on the name. Phil Jackson. It. It's yeah. Phil Jackson. It is Phil Jackson. I couldn't think of his name. Well, we got a few <laughs> things to <laughs> edit, edit out. Is he, really, is he really considered the best of all time? Yes. Yeah. Quality of time. I could not think of his name. Well, let's he, he was on the Bulls. Remember that? He won. The, he, was on he, the won Lakers. he won like six titles with the Bulls. He won, I think, two or three with the Lakers. So he's got like nine. Okay. He's got a lot yeah. of titles. Yes. NFL no. two hundred. What team failed oh, to win the Super Bowl while having an undefeated <laughs> do we need record? The year? Wait, huh? Wait, do we need the year too? Did you no. just guess? You don't no, need the year, but if you do get the year, dude, I want bonus points. points. It's me. Here, it's if you do get the I year, I didn't. I know this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this one. If you do too. get the year, I'll give you bonus points. Okay. Because I do have the year included in my answer. 2007 New England Patriots. Ding ding ding. At a boy. Oh. oh and you do get the bonus points. For that, I'm just going to give you 50 because Congrats, that, that's the end. Two-time. two-time no champion. daily double. <laughs> two-time champion. I would just like to say I was robbed. Uh, I should. I was robbed out of 100 points. <laughs> Sebastian the Ibis is I, not I, a real human I or a figure or anything. We do not recognize Sebastian the Ibis. <laughs> <laughs> we do not recognize Sebastian the Ibis. He has been blacklisted. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, this concludes another episode of The Last Take. Make sure to follow our socials on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, on, on Instagram, it's at The Last Take Pod, all lowercase. On Twitter, capital TLT, The Last Take 22. Uh, Justice, thank you again for yeah, thank you, joining Justice. us. It's been a pleasure, fellas. It's been a real pleasure. All right, so signing off, it is Charlie, Blake, Justice, Mark, Dylan, Anthony Gumott. Have a good rest of your day. We'll catch you on to the next one. Go Big Red. Go Big Red.